Welcome to the Might Sound Wild podcast. I'm Ron Wayne Scott. And I'm April Oil. And we have a guest today. And April, you've known our guest a lot longer than I have, so I'll let you uh, <laughs> kick us off. Here. I've known her for a long time. This is my my good buddy, Colette. And Colette, I'm going to let you pronounce your last name for the people. <laughs> um, yeah, it is not pronounced in the slightest how it looks. Um, the easiest way to do it is Boo Show. Let's practice. It's got a, it's got a T go. in it, but the, the <laughs> T is silent. Right. I mean, and does it have an X in it? Oh, yes. X at the end. Yeah. See what I mean? But yeah. Boo Show. Boo Show. Yep. All yeah. these years, I'm still learning. I still just try not to say it and trying to avoid it right now. No, it's best. It's best. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, so tell me how, the, tell everybody how the two of you met. Oh, okay. Well, I first met Colette in a Starbucks. Yes. When she was, I guess she was interviewing me. Um, I think we were interviewing each other. We were interviewing each other. She, we back then. she was thinking of, hiring me as her wedding photographer. Um, What year was that? That was probably 2012. Yeah, because I got married in 2013. Okay, yeah. So we met and then she was kind of um, telling me, I think you were a student sort of, or just like recently a student because she was like, I studied photography and then I'm like, what? (laughs) So then I go and look her up after our meeting and was like, well, I'm a fan of this girl. And she's like wanting to hire us. So that was really cool. That's how we met. And then fast forward a couple of years, you like moved around a bit. She, I I thought that we kind of clicked and we would have been friends, but she went to, you ended up moving to California, right? I did. So first moved to Nashville, lived there for a year and then moved to California for a year didn't didn't live places very long, but you know, awesome. Was, it was interesting. And then you finally came back to uh, Alabama, and then yeah. you became a part of our team. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Reconnected with April um, and Target at Starbucks again. We don't neither one of us drink Starbucks now. So this is very you, embarrassing. Well, both of you spend <laughs> way too much time at Target. That's the thing. Yeah, maybe it was that, but yeah, I mean. Or, Teach their own, Ron. You know, yeah. I don't spend enough time at Target. <laughs> so we're in that line again to get coffee because there was no options. <laughs> if anyone is listening right now, I do not yeah. drink Starbucks. Don't make fun of me about that. But yeah. we're in we're in the line and making chit chat. And you had just moved back after, like, I'd only seen you a couple of times over there. I actually remember getting beers with you in Nashville once. Yeah. But then oh, I yeah. didn't see you again when you were out West. Mm-hmm. And then... You talked to me about short shooters a bit. Then we like were at each other's houses all the time after that. All the time. All the time. Like, yeah, there wasn't April without Colette there following behind. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, when I first started with short shooters, it just kind of came naturally. I like when we first had that conversation about it, like I remember back because you were like, I didn't want to push it on you. I wanted you to kind of approach me with it. Like if you, this was something you wanted to do, then, you know, let me know. And here I am just like waiting for the opportunity. I'm like, this sounds awesome. I'd love to be a part of this team. And then, yeah, ever yeah. since then, you, you couldn't get rid of me. I remember before you, uh, before you actually started shooting for us, I remember April telling me that you were working at a retail store 
in the yeah. apple ball. And I was like, why is she doing that? Why doesn't she shoot for us? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, um, yeah. Well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to invite her until she's re So yeah, that, that happened kind of organically and that was cool. And then it was so no. much fun. All those summers of like going out to the beach the yeah. summer before you moved, which I don't want to fast forward anything, but right. the summer before you moved to where you are now back out West. Yeah. Um, we were shooting at that same resort a lot and just going up to the bar and getting a, a yeah. beer after our shoots and our like, I mean, who gets to, I mean, we're like barefoot and no. just worked. And then we, working like <laughs> I, I did air quotes because this is a podcast. I did air quotes for working because it's, it's honestly like, I mean, I, when I would be talking to my clients, I'd be like, yeah, you know, I, I get to work air quotes again, 45 <laughs> minutes a day on the, like, it doesn't get, like much more incredible than this. Um, and then kind of rewinding a little bit, I feel like we left everyone hanging with, with saying I was married. I'm no longer married. <laughs> um, a few years ago, um, just wanted to clear the air on that. So no one's confused. <laughs> and uh, that, that leads me to being like, okay, so we were friends. We were with each other all the time. Uh -huh. We were roommates. <laughs> Yeah, for a short time after your divorce, <laughs> yeah. literally and, and, living and guys, together. Guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna crush a lot of men's hopes here. <laughs> you you may be divorced, but you're yes. not available. I and I almost said she's single. No, wait, wait, no, she's not. Not really. Sorry, guys. There was a short window. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I figured I'd better go ahead and figured I'd better go ahead and put that out there before too many of our male listeners got their hopes up. Yes. Yeah. Or yeah. in case somebody certain somebody's listening to this. Okay. Right. <laughs> so so we were roommates. So we've done all the things. Yeah. We shot together. Travel. We, and just just to like further introduce you to people who don't know you, I am really weird about being on the other side of the camera. You're one of the only people that I trust completely to do that. That's that's really the reason why April is friends with you because she wants <laughs> somebody to take pictures of. Right, I know her yeah. angle. Find someone who knows. Her <laughs> yeah, you can take pictures of me and not make me look, you know, horrible. And you're my go, you know, my, one of my go-to model friends too. Mm -hmm. Like, man, we got that going on. So. That's been fun. We've like went and, you know, so here's what I want to ask you. I was like stalking your Instagram. I regularly do that, but I was doing that today so that I could ask you, like, I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings or be kind of, I don't want to offend anyone here, sure. but this is a world, you know, we live in the Instagram world and, yeah. and Ron and I were kind of talking about that this, this morning that Instagram is really crushing so much creativity from an, from an original standpoint. And it's so good in so many ways. So I'm not, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the, the biggest downfall I see at, from someone who's like been around since before Instagram as a photographer is you're mm -hmm. just not really seeing, um, people come up with their, yeah, you're just not it's, seeing that. It's, it's photographers go on Instagram and see what other photographers are doing and say, I need to do that too. And they're yeah. not coming up with the Yeah. Reason I mean, and we all do that to a certain, there's nothing wrong with like letting things inspire you. So I hope I'm not right. saying this incorrectly, but what I am saying is that I'm still finding like original stuff or what feels as your viewer or as like a fan of your work or someone who's following you. There's still so much that comes out of you. Even if you started creating it from a, a point of something that inspired you, mm -hmm. it's coming out as original. And that's, that's really cool right now. So you did a, you did a self portrait series yeah a few weeks ago on instagram i love that yeah the creative 
poses that you came up with for yourself. I'm guessing you had a, I'm guessing you put the camera on a tripod. I did. Yeah. That that, that whole idea just kind of came about where I was just, I wasn't having like the best day and I'm like, okay, what's something that I know will get me in a good mood, get me excited, lift my spirits. And I was like, I need to come up with a photo concept, something fun, something that like I can do that will maybe encourage and inspire other people to just get out and shoot. And I was thinking like, well, what's something I can do that would allow like no excuses where some people might be like, well, I don't live somewhere cool that I can shoot, or I don't have any a model to shoot, or I don't have a couple or whatever. And it's like, what's something I can create and do that would allow for anyone to just like be creative where they are. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do different shoots in my house. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm going to have, I'm going to do one in my bathroom. I'm going to do one in my kitchen, in my room, just to kind of get those creative juices flowing. And just, especially during slow season, you know, where a lot of us don't have a lot of work coming through. Um, this is one thing that just helps me stay motivated and excited and inspired and and the pantyhose the pantyhose yeah yeah i was was really i was really surprised at that so you so you basically put pantyhose over your lens yeah so um man where did i i mean i am not taking credit for this idea at by any means um i probably came across it on Instagram or Pinterest or something like that. Like, like we all do. Um, and I just immediately fell in love with the look because mm. it gives, since film is making such a comeback and I'm so yeah. excited in April, I know you're just as excited. We'll, oh, we'll go it. down that road in a little okay. bit. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, that in and of itself, cause it was like, Oh, I can create this like film feel without, you know, having to spend the money on film because film's expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it, it just, you know, brought this whole other element where it's like, you're not just relying on your post pro- post processing to get a look. It's like, Oh, mm-hmm. I can get this look right off the bat. So with, yeah, the, you did. You with did. That, that self portrait you were talking about, Ron, I, I wanted to like add an extra, like, um, an extra oomph of, film. So I was like, okay, I'm going to put pantyhose over my lens and then I'm going to add an external flash to try to give it that like, you know, extra film look where I'm like shooting indoors. So yeah, I had a lot of fun. They they were great. Dude, I didn't even know you had a flash on your camera. See, I'm learning right now. This is so, you guys can, you guys, like, if you're not already following Colette, which I'm sure you are on Instagram, you'll see what we're talking about. So just get there, go there and look at it you'll see she does a little reel where she shows the process and I was just calling people out for being copycats. And now I'm like, go copy this. <laughs> no, I'm encouraging you. I'm going to see you do it. Yeah. 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 No tag her. She wants to see it is what she was saying. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So back to, let me circle back to that. Cause I was like, Oh, there's not a lot of original work. And I'm, I'm still like feeling bad about saying that what, cause we're all inspired by other people. So that's not what I mean. Yeah. But, uh, so there are some things that stand out. Maybe I'll be more specific. Sure. There are some things that stand out about your work to me. And again, this is like, we're living in the day of like all, like there's like, you're either Insta famous or you're not. Yeah. You're either like, you got a ton of followers or you can't get there. Right. And what I've found myself 
like in the last couple of years, honestly, is not giving a crap about those numbers, not just from my personal standpoint, but who I'm interacting with. I'll yeah. I choose to follow someone who doesn't have those numbers if I, I feel like I can connect with them. And yeah. I hope that's what's really going on. I think a lot of people are craving that, like real, be a real person. We don't care about your numbers. Yeah. So I'm looking like, as I'm looking through your work, one thing that stands out, and I've said this to you before, which is why I wanted you to do those portraits of Walt and I, when you were in town yeah. real quick, is you like know how to make the landscape be the subject. It's almost like people take a backseat to it. Mm-hmm. And now you're out in Oregon, which we haven't really gotten there yet. So you've got like mega landscape to work with. Oh yeah. Is that, is that in the front of your brain or is that just sort of happening? Man, I think that that's one of those things where, you know, April and you and I were talking earlier about like my process and how I shoot. And the answer I gave you, I was like, well, I don't know if I can really give you an answer because when you do something for so long and it just becomes like second nature and then you just start doing it. And then, you know, you get asked a question like, Oh, how, how did you do that? What was your process? And you're like, good question. (laughs) Let me, let me think about that. Um, I think it just comes along with, you know, finding like just inspiration where we all find inspiration in different ways, different forms, um, different avenues of, you know, artistry. And, um, like for instance, one of my forms of inspiration is when I'm just driving home or driving around town and I see buildings and I just kind of envision like, Oh, that'd be such a fun, place to do a shoot because, you know, the color of the building, the, you know, the signage, the, um, natural framing of the building stuff like that. Um, in terms of landscape, I think it's, I don't know. I think I have this sense of like, you know, not getting lost in just the portraiture itself and then paying, you know, attention to what's around you because there's a, there's a reason why, you know, a location is chosen. And then with location comes, you know, what your clients are wearing. So it's like, you know, we pay so much attention to that. Like, why not really implement that into the photos? Mm -hmm. Um, And then, like you said, being out in Oregon, I mean, man, it's, it's not hard to take a pretty photo with these landscapes. And then especially, you know, during the fall where all the colors are just in bloom and, that made it sound like flower, you know what I mean? All the colors don't grow in the fall, guys. Well, um, I think, you know, on the flip side of that, you and I both have talked, even with some of the other our other photographer friends, that like sometimes we'll literally say the opposite of that, right? Like insert we'll be yeah. like, I've shot in a mall parking lot before yeah. because yeah. So sometimes you're like, it's not about the location. Cause like from a photographer's eye, yeah. You see, you know, we all see it like way different than just the average person. But when you're in Oregon or not just Oregon, cause I've seen you doing some traveling recently, some really freaking awesome places. But yeah. I think maybe the nature lover that's like way deep inside of you, like the person yeah. that likes to get out and hike and like be out in mother nature might be kicking in when you're shooting. Yeah. Like now you're, you're like in this incredible place and you're like, this is a thing too. Like, you yeah. know, I so mean, you- with nature, there's just this, I, I mentioned before where I find inspiration when I'm driving around that natural framing, like, I don't know if this is going to make sense, like verbally, but like nature just kind of has its own natural framing. You put a person in the middle of it, like 
they're part of the, you know, part of the image, of course, but when you kind of take a step back and you've got like these mountains in the back and they're standing on this, you know, green plain, like that, that is like the, the framing of the photo. And that I think is just as strong of a subject as the person in the photo. Exactly. It's, I like to have them, you know, working together rather than competing with each other, which is why, you know, we're so adamant on choosing a good wardrobe for your photos. Cause it's not about, you don't want to compete with your location. You want to work together with it and, you know, make the shoot seamless in that sense. Yeah, I can see that. So that's going to bring me to my next question. And that is like, how much of, how much goes into the like planning of that with people? Um, like, cause that can make or break it, the wardrobe. Yeah. Yeah. So how much effort are you putting in on that end to make sure that they like kind of, you know, that they're staying true to themselves and their own style, but like definitely helping that, you know, what you were just talking about. Like, can you tell us like some of the things that you, some steps that you take or like what you do on the, um, I was going to say the post end and I mean the pre end. Is that a thing? I guess. On the front end. How about that? Thank you, Ron. Don't let me struggle over here alone. Yeah. So I think a lot kind of goes into, you know, the the pre-op of (laughs) shoes. Um where, you know, you want to make sure that they feel comfortable and that they're comfortable in what they're wearing. Um, I think just kind of off the bat, laying down the fact that like, you know you want them to trust you and you kind of create that friendship where it's like, Hey, like, I know this is kind of like a business deal, but at the same time, like I'm, I'm going to be involved in a really like vulnerable time in your life. And I want you guys to be comfortable. I don't want you to feel awkward. I know that you're not in front of the camera a lot, like, or ever, um, this might be your first professional shoot. So I think your clients are already going into that thinking like, man, I'm going to ask them location. I'm going to ask them what I'm going to do with my hair. What kind of clothes should I wear? Like, what do they think with, you know, the location, like just all of that. So I think, whereas some people might be like, you know, this is my style. I'm sticking to it. And you're like, sweet, that's great. Like, let's, let's find something or find a location that best suits you. Or I'm not going to put someone who likes, you know, to wear all black and they're super grungy. I'm not, I'm not going to put them on the beach. That's not going to go well. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to, you know, put them in a location that best suits their personality and their style. Um, So, yeah, I mean, there's so many different factors where um, that plays into wardrobe and, you know, making sure I keep on repeating this, but just making sure that your clients feel like you've captured them as they see themselves or even better, you know? So yeah, hopefully better. Right. You're like, yeah. surprise them and be like, look how yeah. awesome you look. You look like this. So, I mean, you don't like text people and go like, what are you wearing to the shoot? No, no. <laughs> okay. I, I just straight off the bat, like as we're in the planning process, I'm like, you know, I'd love to send you some outfit ideas. And, you know, usually they're, they're already asking before I send that, like, Hey, what, like, what do you think I should wear? And, you know, sometimes I'll send them, you know, just different ideas where it's like, oh, if you're going to wear a dress, like this is a good color. You don't want, 
huge patterns you don't want. And that, of course, location kind of plays in, into that as well. Um, or if you guys are wanting to go more casual, you want to wear jeans and boots and, you know, hoodies or something like that. So just giving different ideas. So like asking questions along the way um, and just trying to getting a feel of like what kind of vibe they're wanting for their shoot. Okay. So you do, you do kind of like poke around a little, like, yeah. Yeah. Not, just not as odd as I was like, Hey, what are you guys wearing to your shoot? Cause <laughs> Yeah, I think a lot of us are probably wondering that. Like, I mean, I've been doing this a long time and I'm still like, how do I say, yeah, do not show up like a certain way? I won't call anyone. Yeah. Out. I mean, if, if you're like, I'll be straight up and be like, don't wear anything with a logo because that's going to be so distracting. The mm-hmm. shoot is not about, it's not about like your clothes. You don't want to make it about your clothes. You're sure. trying to get across, you know um, engagements. Like this is about your love. This is about like, you know, showing your love and showing you to, you know, being yourselves. And if you're wearing this bright red, um, I don't know why American Eagle is coming into my head. I don't know. (laughs) American Eagle shirt with a huge logo. Never getting their sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) Darn. Um, like that's going to be so distracting, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, I'm like, who has logos on their shirts anymore? Hollis, Under Armour. That's another one. Under Armour. Under Armour. Don't be wearing, like, <laughs> a Nike, like, a huge swoop. Like, it's just so distracting. And, you know, make it about you. So wearing, you'll see, like, I'm speaking in general here, but, like, you'll see a lot of people, you know, lean more towards neutrals. That's because it, you know kind of blends well with your surroundings and you're not sticking out like a sore thumb, but there's the thing that's awesome about just any kind of artistry in general is that like we have like set rules, quote unquote, that make it easy for people to follow. But then what's even more exciting is that like the opposite end where it's like, you want to break these rules. Like you want to be intentional where if you want to do a shoot where you want to wear like, funky colors and they're bright and they're eccentric like that's that's a totally like that's a that gives a gets a huge thumbs up from me because I love that side of it where it's like okay well we know what like would blend well with this but what's gonna make it like super funky super crazy like especially if that's you know the couple or the subject if that's something that they really want to do that's just how it is in photography you're like do all of this don't do this but i know do that (laughs) do the thing that i'd said don't do right same with like you know settings there's like that rule of thumb like yeah don't shoot at a slow shutter everything will be blurry and then you're like but do it sometimes well i think it's it's better to like learn the rules learn the settings learn what Mm -hmm. they do that way when you're getting creative with it it can be an intentional like an intentional blur an intentional you know throwing stuff over your lens or i know india earl recently shot with an old cracked lens where you know some of us might be like darn like it's ruined and she's like no like use that old gear use that you know Mm -hmm. stuff and be intentional with your with your mis quote-unquote mistakes i'm gonna stop doing air quotes guys but you know what that was seriously like the best piece of advice is like understand your settings so that when you are doing these things it's intentional it's not like yeah yeah, that's a that's a really great Mm -hmm. wow colette learning so much from you today 
Yeah. Good job. But what the, uh, you know, incredible Bob Ross said is there's no <laughs> mistakes. It's only happy accidents. Happy accidents. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, can we use Bob Ross for your um, yeah. photo? For this? That's awesome. Yes. Just put Bob Ross's face over a bikini photo of mine. That's oh, no. right there. Oh, no. <laughs> that, just, that just, you know. Yes. I don't think that would work. But um, the people can't see it. No. But it does say "Happy Little Trees." We on are the- we are in April's husband's office recording <laughs> this, and he has some Bob Ross "Happy Little Trees" mints. Yeah, yeah he's a big office. fan. I mean, he still watches that programming. Yeah. So good. So now you are going to be a speaker at our upcoming retreat at I, yeah. in Townsend, Tennessee. So if the people want more of this, they can just come see you in person, right? No, I'm so excited about it. I'm so glad you guys asked me to do this. Oh, we're looking forward to having you because you have so much to, to share. And uh, we all respect you as a an amazing photographer. So we're happy to have you. Oh, yeah. You. So bef- before we go today, is can you kind of tell, like some people might be listening right now that already have purchased their tickets for that, or mm-hmm. we haven't really closed it yet, quite yet. <laughs> we're like, we've got some stragglers. So we, we, do have, <laughs> we do still have some day passes. Yeah. Available. So okay. can you tell people what they could expect at the retreat? Yeah. You- I mean, I mean, I definitely want to just be available to anyone who has any questions. Um, there's no wrong time to, you know, come up and ask me unless I'm eating. Don't <laughs> do it then. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, just some things will be going going over. Just you know, different lighting we'll be shooting in, settings, even editing. Um, just kind of seeing how I do things. Um, yeah. Just kind of yeah. going through just a, a bunch of different things that I'm just really excited about. Yeah, so people should pack pantyhose and Ziploc bags and saran wrap or what else? Pantyhose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, can yeah. you bring some pantyhose and we'll bring your pantyhose? Oh, I got yeah. right here. Yeah. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Good. Everyone, I'll make a little gift bag. Everyone. <laughs> there you go. That'll work. <laughs> That's the best thing that they'll remember you forever. Yeah, they will. Yeah. They will. So uh, <laughs> our retreat is April 29th through May 2nd, Little Arrow Outdoor Resort in Townsend, Tennessee. Now, uh, even though that's going to be sort of the main location for it, that's not the only place where we're going to be. We, uh, Mountain Escape Photography, which is our mountain photography business, is licensed to shoot inside the Great Smoky Mountains National Park. So we'll be taking everybody into the park for uh some of the shoots yes and so you'll get to shoot in the most visited national park in the country and it's beautiful yeah you'll definitely see why it's the most visited once you get there and uh just just go to mightsoundwild.co for more information i don't want to say exactly where the retreat information is because we are working on redesigning the (laughs) website and it will probably be redesigned by the time this airs. So yeah. just go to mightsoundwild.co. <laughs> you will find the retreat information somewhere on the website. Yes, yes. Yeah. Colette, thank you so much for sharing some of your stuff today. That, it was fun yeah. to tell the people. Yeah, very good so talking so to you. 
we'll we'll have to we'll have to have you back again sometime. Definitely. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a recap yeah. of the retreat highlight podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What's All next? Right. Thank you for thank you for listening to the Might Sound Wild podcast. Make sure you follow us, like us, give us a rating leave comments and all of that good stuff. And we'll uh, be back again in about a week with another episode.